0: Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful Podcast. Recently, I took the Strengths Finder test and one of the things that it showed me was that in my top five, I have the talent of achiever. And basically what this means is this person just needs to have something that they have achieved or accomplished every day. And it was like, and this doesn't mean like every workday, this means like every day. And I just started laughing and I was like, Oh my word, how do they know me this well? Because the reality is, if I have done a lot of good writing work or praying work or whatever the work might look like during the six days of the week, because I always kind of figure like, well, if God only took one day off, then why would I need two? But then when the Sabbath comes, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is the day I get to do anything I want. Well, maybe it's time to clean the house because I'm just excited to bring order to that part of the house that gets maybe not quite as much love during the other six days. And, uh, so there's this part of like, oh, this completely makes sense with who I am. It makes sense that this would be part of the, the gift <laughs> or the, the, the drive that is in me is that I just want to be doing something. And one of the things that was interesting is either that day or within a day, I was watching a video with a woman who, Started out her career as a doctor as she lives in the UK. And then after a while, she was called to be a chaplain for or in the hospitals. So she became a chaplain. But what she found was that the different doctors started to come to her because they were like, We are also really drowning. I think she maybe even started to be a chaplain right around the time of COVID. So there was a lot of just challenges happening for her and or for the medical community in general. And because she was a doctor, she could speak the language that they all also could speak and had a good understanding of the different pressures that they were under. And one of the things that I thought was so beautiful and so pertinent, she said, I can tell when I am starting to go off the burner, meaning I like to be white hot for Jesus. And if I have gone a little too long, without being away with him for a while, without needing uh, a break, without getting a break, I can tell that I am not doing as well as I should. And I liked this analogy. And so for her, what that looks like is she needs every six weeks or approximately, maybe she said every hundred people that she sees... Then she needs to just not schedule anybody for three days. And she said, I don't always go away for those three days, but I just need three days to kind of regroup, to recenter, to spend time with the Lord, and to feel like, whew, okay, I have, I am again in that place of being white hot for Jesus. And, you know, honestly, I'd never even considered that. i in May of 2020, I, no, excuse me. I met Bob in May of 2020. In May of 2022, my healing prayer person said, oh, the Lord just told me that you need a vacation. And I was kind of like, I hate vacations. Do I have to? Are you sure the Lord said that? Wasn't he talking to somebody else? Wouldn't that be lovely? It could be somebody else. But no. So what I, but that's, that was two years before I got that memo. And <laughs> the uh, the actual vacation was not immediate after that either. So I say all of that though, because I, there's a part where i'm like okay if you're a professional person maybe that makes sense that you could just get away for 3 days but then i was thinking about myself as a young mom and frankly i don't know that i even would have had the language of what does it like to be so hot for jesus and i can tell i'm going off heat i don't i i could probably think about the times in my young motherhood where i would go to church and cry every sunday and i just wouldn't understand why other people weren't as in love with Jesus as I was, but that didn't, you know, that would be maybe six months or a year. That wasn't my entire young mothering career or something. So I don't know, but I think there's a part of saying, I like hearing how other people journey because it is such an encouragement to say, I don't have to keep doing things the way that I'm doing them now. That it could be that for me, having a couple of days off is going to be important or it could be that I actually just like the rhythm of my life as it is that I can go and get away and hike for a couple of hours maybe once a week if I need it or a couple times a month and for me that's actually enough but I don't know that's kind of the fun process is to say what does it look like Jesus and when I so even as I was saying that I was reminded of The book Deep Work, I think it's by Cal Newport that came out a few years ago. And his basic premise was all around us, we're all thinking really shallow thoughts because with all of social media and the electronics and stuff, our attention just gets pulled in so many different directions so quickly. And in order to do really good thinking, then you need to be in a place where you can do deep work. And he defined that in particular ways. But one of the things I remember being so struck by was that different authors, I think those were primarily the people he was using as examples, but they followed really different practices. And I guess actually he used probably um, Bill Gates, founder of Microsoft, who apparently would go away for a week and have his Think Week annually, where he'd take a box of books and he would just read through and be like, okay, I'm getting all the things. Well, then you have the owner of the, is it the Dallas Mavericks, Mark Cuban, Apparently he reads three hours a day because he is looking for the next idea to help build his whatever billion dollar fortune into, you know, more billions or something. And so for him, it's worth it to just find what additional information can I acquire. But the point is, so some people go away for like a concentrated period of time. Here's my week sabbatical, my month sabbatical. I've completely pulled away, uh, sort of like the ideal of Thoreau being off in the little cabin and isolated, even if that's not exactly what happened, but that picture of the, the person who leaves everything to go and be a hermit for a while. But that's not practical for most of us. And so instead to say, okay, well, maybe you do three hours every morning if you're trying to write a book, or maybe you have one day a week or one day a month where you just go to a coffee shop for several hours and do your thing. My point is that it's beautiful to think through with Jesus, what is it that's going to be the rhythm of rest that I need? How do I stay white hot with you? And if I feel myself going off heat, then what is the rhythm that I need? And I I just thought it was beautiful. Um, Susie, the doctor, shared about how if, it, if she tries to go eight weeks, those last two weeks, it's really more fumes than it is... Uh, the the being on fire for Jesus. And so I think though there's an element of saying, you know, I suspect that even when she's kind of running on fumes, she still is spreading the love of Jesus, but maybe not quite as dramatically. <laughs> and so yeah, Lord, I just am asking that this word would fall on us. I when I listened to this I had no sense of condemnation. It was more like, wow, what an interesting concept, what a beautiful picture. What do you have for me in this? And so what I thank you that it's not like any of us, if we're not getting away <laughs> for three days, every six weeks are somehow like failing at the game of life. Oh, that reminds me. I'm coming out of prayer for just a second. I maybe have shared this before. This is one of my embarrassing young Amy stories. So when Phil and I got married, I really like to do things right. And so I bought a bunch of books on how to be a good wife and how to have a good marriage. And So I'm reading these in the first few weeks after we were married. And after six weeks, my husband came home and I said, our marriage is a failure. And I mean, I probably didn't even say hello. (laughs) He had a lot to learn. So he said, well, I don't agree. And he just walked through and went and changed out of his work clothes. And basically I had read in a book that you need to have a weekend retreat with your spouse every quarter or your marriage is going to fail or something pretty dire like that. And Okay, never mind the fact that I had never observed this in my parents who were still married after however many years when I got married. Never mind the fact that I didn't actually have a pattern as I looked around all the couples I knew. I'd never actually seen this and most of them seemed to be doing just fine. No, the book had said it, therefore the book must be right. And if we didn't already have our next time scheduled, never mind that we were only five weeks post honeymoon, our marriage was a failure. So, okay, Lord, I recognize that words of advice can be taken to an extreme. And so, Lord, I'm asking that if there is something, some nugget, some jewel, some gift that you have for us in this suggestion, that we would be able to receive it with an open heart. And, Lord, I also thank you for the way that you make each of us different and each of us unique. So I do ask that you would give us the ability to rest in you. I thank you, Jesus, that you are our Sabbath rest. We give you praise. Amen.